Hey, B. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Always. What's the one thing when we travel that we always make sure we find? Oh, coffee. You know, bad coffee makes my brain angry. And we've been a lot of places. We've had a lot of coffee. But when we're home, there's only one place that we get coffee from. Yeah. Hacienda Real in Costa Rica. We found this place when we were in Costa Rica a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a micro roastery using only Costa Rican beans. Their blend is a mix of Arabica and Peaberry. And if you don't know about Peaberry, you need to find out about it because mm. it is amazing. It takes all the bitterness out. All the bitterness out. And we place orders and it's shipped directly to our door. You can get light, medium, or dark roast. You can get ground. You can get whole bean. And it is roasted to order. So there is a date stamped on your coffee so you know when it was roasted and bagged. It's good for a year after you order it. And it is the best coffee that we have ever had. So click the link in our show notes or go to goldenbean.net and use the offer code COFCHR20 for 10% off your order. Hacienda Real. Keep your brain happy. Hey, Dante. Hey, B. Looking pretty smart in your undies. Thanks. I've been doing my deads. <laughs> oh, I can see that. But it's not just what's in them. It's what's on them. Oh yeah, I got on my smart-ass undies. They're not just super comfy. They've got cheeky motivations on them that keep me in the right state of mind. Oh yeah, like we could all use a little brain lift these days, am I right? They're also lovingly made from sustainable, low-impact materials. So we can love the planet and cover our asses all at the same time. Motivate your ass with smart-ass undies. Click the link in the show notes or on the Things We Love page on our website. And remember to enter the discount code CHEATINGONFEAR10 for 10% off your order. Smart ass undies. Cheeky and comfy. Hey everyone, this is Dante. And I'm Beatrice. And this is Cheating on Fear. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny we are going to do this episode today. Why is it funny? The timing is kind of interesting. How so? Well, what are we do- first of all, what are we talking about today? <laughs> We're talking about the last straw or how or when you knew it was over. Okay. And how to know when it's over. Right. How do you know when it's over? Well, I mean, sometimes there's some obvious signs, but I think it's yeah. the not so obvious signs that is the hard yeah. is the hard part, right? And people have some stories we asked our beautiful audience the brave ones to share to share some stories of when they knew it was over and i have a couple of stories and you have a couple of stories and Mm -hmm. and it i don't know how we tripped across this but you know we, we seem to be revisiting some old movies and tv shows and doing a little retrospective because we haven't been together that long and so there's been a lot of kind of classic Type movies and shows and stuff that we've been watching together. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we've been together a while, just compared to how old we are, I guess. It's not. <laughs> or, yeah, or how long movies have been around. Or how I long, guess. yeah, like since spoken film has been a thing, right? Since so, the talkies. And, and, well, basically, I think the impetus for this was I stumbled across a BuzzFeed article about people sharing when they knew it was over. Right. And that's always such an interesting thing to me because. 
it's always at a different time for different people. Mm-hmm. And everybody has their breaking point, you know, and sometimes it has to be like something so completely unbelievable for you to go, okay. Like sometimes it takes a lot to create that disruption. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just go, oh my fucking God, like, <laughs> what is like, that's what it took? Was there no, are there no signs? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the signs? But the funny thing is, is that people don't see the signs until later. Like afterwards. Once they're out. And then they go, oh. Yeah. They t- I don't know if you do that after you've come out of a relationship where you kind of look back and you go, you know. Yeah, I think. That I think, was probably bad. I think hindsight's twenty twenty, right? They say that they say that for a reason. Being able to look back. Please don't back, invoke twenty twenty. I think that this, is a, <laughs> this is a bad time to do that. So perfect but. vision should be called something else? Yes, I think we should call it something else. We need 40-40 then. Hindsight is better than perfect. Yeah. Yeah, we need something like that. But I think I think when you have the benefit of some time and space from a relationship, I think then you can pick up the signs that you missed when you're in the middle of it, in the thick of it, when you're you're fucking dick blind or pussy blind or 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 just comfortable. Yeah. You could you could just be really comfortable and 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 you know there's we're going to talk about some of the reasons, like some of the ways you can tell that it's over before you have that giant shock to your system. Like, you know, when you find the text messages between your husband and their and your 19 year old nanny who's also pregnant and you're pregnant. And it's like, like those, like those were some of the extreme. I know you're making that face like, ee. or like when FaceTime or when Pizza Hut is FaceTiming you. <laughs> like that TikTok you showed oh me this God, morning. Oh my God, I am so completely addicted to TikTok. And there was this video where this girl had locked her boyfriend out of the vehicle and in it's the rain yeah. in the rain and he's pounding on the window and she his phone is ringing for FaceTime and it says Pizza Hut FaceTime video <laughs> yeah and she and he's going unlock the door unlock the door and he's like she's like Pizza Hut is FaceTiming you like why is Pizza Hut calling I ordered you a pizza I ordered you and she's like and they're FaceTiming it's you? a business call he's like it's a business call it's a business call and then she answers it and you see a girl's face. Yeah, who's not in a Pizza Hut employee's uniform. Doesn't look like a Pizza Hut. No. Because that's that's what people do, right? They rename people on their phone to be mom or Pizza Hut or oh, something. man. <laughs> you seem to think it was a setup. It looked too much like a setup. It Did didn't, it? It didn't look real. Yeah. Because, like, who is filming that, I guess? Exactly. There's another person in the car. And she's really she's holding and filming Two phones. Oh, maybe. Like, maybe. Yeah. Oh, maybe. maybe. But, I don't know. But it, it's, it, there's a lot of those kind of, like, gotcha videos, on, especially on Facebook. They seem to be all over the place. Oh, like, my God. Like, soldier comes home from war, yeah. and you won't believe what he finds. And he's wearing the worst dollar store army uniform. Yeah, like, there's no way that it's actually real. And and one of them, and the, the cheating chick is blindfolded, and she's, like, dropping written cards and stuff. Yeah. She's like, what's the surprise? Yeah. And it's like, the and surprise it's, is divorce papers. Yeah. But, like, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's just super. But people go, ooh. Schadenfreude, right? Yeah, they're titillated by that. Yeah, yeah. Look at them. At least I'm not them. Well, you could be them. Yeah, just okay. So Pizza Hut, don't name your side piece Pizza Hut in your phone. No, stupid. And and don't always make sure that you forget the Wi-Fi network. Oh, dude. <laughs> that was that a TikTok too? Yes. Yeah. That is wow, wow. So was- with this, so the story was. This girl thought that her dude was cheating on her. Right. And he was like, no, 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 look at my phone. There's no messages. 
There's no contact info. I don't even know who this is. And then they like roll up to her house Uh and his phone connects to the Wi-Fi. Well, she says, give me your phone. And he's like, there's nothing there. Like she's not in there. There's no messages, nothing. And she doesn't go to messages. She doesn't go to contacts, nothing. She goes right to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And it connects to that. And she's like, why the fuck? I've never been here. I swear. Yeah. (laughs) Wi-Fi network joined. It's like wow, that is that is a that's new a good tip, that, everybody. That's that's a fucking. This is you talk about like modern problems. Yeah, yeah. Got, but I thought that was really clever, even if that was a setup. Probably also, also a setup, but, but you know, but it illustrates a point. Still a good tip. Yeah, still, still top a tip. Good tip. So there were a couple of. I don't know if you want to start by sharing some stories. No, I think we should. Let's start with the breakup scene. Oh, yeah. Because I think that's a good introduction to... So there's a movie. It was Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. And Seth Meyers is, like, obsessed with Vince Vaughn these days on all his closer <laughs> looks. He's doing Wedding Crashers stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a movie... Called The Breakup. Called The Breakup. We'll put a link in the show notes mm. and all that sort of stuff so you and can we'll see And we'll put it. the clip that we, that yeah, we watched. I'll, yeah, I'll find the YouTube clip. I'll throw it in as well. And it's so painful... In its authenticity mm. of the end of a relationship. Yes. Which starts at the beginning of the movie. Yes. So the whole movie is basically the breakup and then everything that happens kind of post breakup to moving on with your life. Well, the first third is like is like running up to the actual breakup. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie is the fallout from yeah. that. And there's this scene. So there's basically a scene where I guess they throw a dinner party. She throws a dinner party and it's all her family that comes over. And I think maybe some of their friends. Okay. And so they both have jobs and she asks him to do one thing. She asks him to get 12 lemons. Yeah. And he gets three. He shows up with three lemons and a little baggie. And she's like, I asked for 12. And she cooks the dinner. She works. He works. He buys three lemons instead of 12. She cooks the dinner. She does all the things. It, the dinner's awkward. Everybody's a little uncomfortable because they're fighting. Yeah, I don't they're just, really... They're tense during the yeah. whole dinner. So then it's after dinner. Everybody's gone and the kitchen's a mess as it always is after a dinner party because you don't want to ignore your guests mm-hmm. to clean up. Mm-hmm. And he's he settles in to play Grand Theft Auto on the couch. Yeah. And she's like, let's do the dishes before we go to bed like... I'm just, she said, actually, she doesn't say, let's do this. She says, I'm going to do the dishes. And he goes, cool. Cool. And goes back to like, <laughs> click, 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 click. And she stands there expectantly. So you're legit just going to sit there and play Grand Theft Auto while I go do the dishes? Pretty much. And so mistake number one, she wants him to help her do the dishes, but she doesn't ask him to help her. She says, I'm going to do the dishes. And he goes, okay, cool. And then she's pissed because he doesn't jump up to help her yeah. do the dishes. Yeah. So like, I think you and I have had this conversation before where you were like, as a man, if you want me to do something, if you want me to help you, ask me to help. But the concern that anyone has who's constantly asking somebody for help is that the person they're asking is going to think they're being nagged. And they add that that absolutely does happen. Yes. And that, sorry, I hate to keep going back to like TikTok, but that was another great video where you see this, this couple dynamic where the man says, um, 
if you want me to take out the garbage, like just tell me to take out the garbage. Or did you want me to watch the kids for you while while you're at work? What would you like me to feed them? Like, how do you want, you know, just tell me, you know what? Text me, text me, tell me. I'm forgetful. Give me a list list. of things. Give me a list of things you want me to do. And I I don't even know. Like, what do you, like, tell me what's in the fridge. Like, tell me, do you, if you want me to do the laundry, just tell me to do the laundry. Just, and then they go, oh my God, you're such a fucking nag. Yeah. And it's like, are you a fucking adult or are you not an adult? Welcome to can't win ville right like (laughs) oh yeah and present company accepted it's one of the attractive most attractive things about i wouldn't say most attractive things but it's an attractive trait about you okay sorry i don't want you to think that like you know it's like i'm really good at not taking lists (laughs) so sexy no but (laughs) you know how to take care of a home and yourself without me having to tell you what to do mm-hmm. you know when the dishwasher needs emptying you know when the laundry needs doing you know and we don't live together so you're the head of your ho- household i'm the head of mine but i don't have to come in here and go my god clean up this mess what is what are you doing in here i don't have to ask you to shower i don't have to tell you to throw your ratty underwear away or even worse like some women just take clothes and just, out and just, just throw, throw them throw away out. And this this learned helplessness that men, I don't know if they're raised this way. They mm, may be. May, it could be. It could um, be a, a product of their upbringing. Yeah. And, and it's 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 sort of this type of these this gender role that's baked in mm-hmm. that pits men as helpless adult babies and women as nags that have to like do all the things and then tell them come on like if you if you and i threw a dinner party would you plop down on the couch and start playing your video games at the end of the night Mm. or would you be like all right let's get this let's get this mess cleaned up well you and i are on the same page about that kind of stuff i i'm like the jennifer aniston character in that i can't go to bed you don't want to wake up to a dirty kitchen. i don't want to wake up to a dirty kitchen i want to i i can't relax until my space is back to normal right because you don't want to wake up in the morning and walk into it no. and go, oh, fuck. Now I got to... Yeah. You start on the back foot. It's like starting off the day on the back foot. Yeah. And that doesn't feel good. No. But there are people who don't care about no. that. And Vince Vaughn's character didn't. And those people should pair off. <laughs> this is the thing. This is the problem. Right. There's your first sign. Right. That, it, it, like, I think we, as a species, mm-hmm. place too much importance on some things some ish, some things that are compatible and ignore too many things that are incompatible see i think i would disagree with you i think there's still too much cultural focus on opposites attract and we're so different and that's gonna spell trouble for you yeah i mean in my my personal experience it's not worked out no i i don't i don't think that that polar opposites have a great time in the long run they might have great sex but that's what I mean. I think that, 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 that they go, oh, well, the sex is really good. Or uh, we want the same thing for a family. And then because of that, then they just go, oh, all well, this other shit doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. He's messy. Whatever. I'll, I'll change him. Or He's or, messy. I'm clean. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like to clean. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Like there's a justification that happens because a few things seem proper. Right. And then you don't realize how those other things kind of or have a tendency to chip away. Well, those little things become really big things. Yeah. Once you start, if we're if you're not living with somebody and they're messy and you're not, why? What do you give a fuck? 
Yeah. Right? You you have them at your house because, you know, you don't want to be over there. What, why are you laughing? There was a video I saw <laughs> of, it was a couple, and this, this, this guy, he just like, he throws like dirty dishes on the table, and the wife picks him up, and, and she, she starts to take him to the kitchen. He's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm taking these to the kitchen to go clean. Oh, no, no, no. Just leave them here. They'll be clean in the morning. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, what? Yeah, no, I just leave shit around. And then I, the next morning, it's all clean. I don't know. I am fucking like a house elf or something. And she's like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he totally thought that like, no, 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 no just leave it. It'll, some, it'll, it'll uh, take care of You're like, yeah. how oblivious do you have to be? I mean, also set up, but still. Uh, it's still funny. It just but, it illustrates so, that, right? So getting, back to the, so getting back to this fight, so it's, it's the dishes. Yeah. And then it moves from the dishes to the lemons. And... Yeah. You know, I asked you to do one thing and you couldn't do that thing for me. Well, he's like, I did. I got you and lemons. And men are like, I, I, not, I, I hate to generalize, but I'm generalizing. But like, he's like. In a hetero relationship. Yeah. yeah. The, the, he's like, well, but I, I got you lemons. Like, what does it matter? And it's like, I asked for 12 lemons. Why didn't you get me 12 lemons? I asked you to do one thing. You had one job. Yeah, 12 lemons. But see, what, what. And, and I think we're talking about mindsets here. It's where that partner goes, well, what difference does it make? And the other partner is like, I asked you to do this thing and you didn't do it. Ipso ergo, therefore, you don't give a fuck about me. Right. That's how, that's how people internalize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So then they fight about the lemons. And then she says, we don't do anything together. Which, again, these, these statements of absoluteness yeah always always never we don't we don't don't, never never, you've never and then and then the person goes one two three four five six here are all the things that i've done that That, fit that we've both been in enough therapy to know that you don't use that kind of no don't don't do that it's it's not helpful and it just puts another person on the defensive yeah and and she triggers him with that she does and this is the thing it this is why this scene is so brilliant because they're both at fault yes they're both at fault and nobody wants to own it no so then she starts complaining about how they don't do anything and she wants to go to the ballet and he won't go to the ballet with her and he's like i hate the ballet or i just want you to buy me flowers oh right yeah but you could i i I worked today and then i made this beautiful dinner like you could have been you could have thought to yourself hey i'm gonna buy brooke some flowers and his response is, on our first date, you told me that flowers are stupid, that you don't like flowers. And then she's like, every girl likes every flowers. Every girl likes flowers, Gary. Yeah. And you're like, what, what, but wait a second, but you said you, you don't like flowers. You told me. So like, I'm going to listen to what you told me sometimes. Because I've also told you that I don't like flowers. Yeah. You have said that to me. You're like, they're a waste of money. They just die. They just die. And then I, and then I feel sad. Yeah. So like, if you want to buy me something like that, buy me a plant, which will also die because I, I kill everything. I buy you shame orchids. That's what I, that's what I buy. <laughs> <laughs> and then watch as they slowly die over the over the course of a year. <laughs> the shame orchid. Shame orchid. The shame orchid is alive and well in my in my brand new guest room. For now. <laughs> I kill everything. I kill everything that isn't children and animals. Mm-hmm. Thankfully. Yeah. No, no plant is safe in my house. I don't know why I'm so horrible at taking care of them. So you should like flowers because whether you look after them or not, they're already dead. (laughs) Like they're just still a waste of money though. Still a waste of money. But, but I, I can sympathize with, with the, the Vince Vaughn's character in that scene because it's like, 
you told me this one time. Yeah. And I took you at face value. Sure. But there was a hidden message in that, that like some, no, I don't want them, but occasionally I want you to like think about stuff and do stuff and, and whatever. Yeah. It's, I think what she's getting at is sort of code for, I want you to be thoughtful. Yes. So say that. Say you want to be say, thoughtful. Exactly. I want you to be thoughtful. Yes. Think about something. You could, you don't have to get me flowers. You can get, you could pick up something for dessert or you could pick up something that would help me like 12 lemons like 12 lemons instead of fucking three lemons and then he's such a dick about it he's like oh my god if i'd known it was going to be such a big deal i would have got a, a 20 lemons a thousand lemons i wish everybody at the dinner party had a little tiny bag of lemons to take home with them right. and you're and like then, okay fuck and then off. he's just mocking her you, exactly. then he's just mocking her so then you know he says i don't i hate the ballet i don't want to go to the ballet and she's like yeah but it doesn't matter if you hate the ballet. You should want to go to the ballet because I want to go to the ballet. And you should want to be with me. And he's like, I do want to be with you, but not at the ballet. Yeah. like, <laughs> Which is, to me, it's like, find somebody else to go to the ballet with. Seriously. Like, this, you want to go to the ballet? Get a fucking ballet buddy. This is... This is <laughs> Buddy, 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 buddy. Oh my God, buddy, can I please buddy. be somebody's ballet buddy? Anybody, <laughs> if anybody out there has, needs a ballet buddy, I am your man. I'm raising my hand. What? Do you want to go to the ballet? Yes. You never asked me if I want to go to the ballet. I'll go to the ballet. We're not allowed to go anywhere yet. Yes, but, we are. But yeah, Shit we, is opening. Yeah. But I, and I agree with him. I agree with him. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't, I don't think that you should pretend to like stuff. You know, if you say, look, why? Uh oh. No, no. But you know why? You know why she thinks that? Because when she was like, we never go anywhere. And he's like, we went to Ann Arbor. And she's like, to go to the fucking football game. Oh, right. So in her mind, she, she does that. stuff that he likes. Right. Therefore, he should, he do, should do stuff that she likes. But she. But if she said, I don't want to go to the football game. Yes. You find somebody else to go to the football game with. Then, right? That She doesn't get to be mad. If she went and, and incurred her martyrdom to mm. go to the to the football game. Yeah. And then expects him to do the same. And he says, no, don't go to the fucking football game unless you want to go to the football so game. So how, how do you enter into a relationship with someone and have these kind of boundaries set? In such a way that you don't create this martyrdom and you don't create these unrealistic expectations don't or unspoken fuck, expectations. Don't fucking pretend. Okay. Don't fucking pretend. Don't give your potential partner the highlight reel of who you are. Yeah. And then expect that they don't like who you actually are when you go back to your normal positions. Right. Because And, and it's really, really hard because limerence is a bitch, man. Yeah. Limerence is a bitch. And it makes you do shit that you would never normally do. And then when you don't want to do it anymore because limerence is over. And it's not that you don't love your partner. It's just like, oh, I'm so done pretending to like this shit. <laughs> don't ever pretend to li- like. I, I, I have a meme saved on my phone somewhere where it's like, like, isn't the coolest part of a breakup where you can stop pretending you like all their dumbass shit? And, you can just... <laughs> and it's like, don't pretend yeah, just, to just, like their dumbass just shit. Don't. It's okay. And I... Uh, I don't want to keep like trying to convince everybody to, to you know to think about alternative relationship containers, but I do think that it is important for you to be honest with your partner about the things that you want to do and you don't want to do. And look, also, I think it's important to try things that your other partner likes. Mm. Try it. Yeah. And if it's not for you, then it's not for you. But if you won't even try. Like if I said to you, I have, I, I am not going to try diving. I have no interest in that at all. Well, have you tried it? No, I haven't, but I'm not going to do it. I think you would find that very off-putting. Well, it's a little confrontational, right? And if I tried it and I said, you know what? That's really not for me, but I'll come on the boat. I like riding in the boat. Yeah. And you'd and be like, go all swimming. right, cool. Yeah. I like snorkeling. It's just diving is a little scary for me. Hmm. You'd be like, okay, I understand that. It's a dangerous activity. You like it. But if there's really something like, 
I don't like sports. Right. And you don't like tons of sports either. Like you're not a, but you're a soccer person. Yeah. And the World Cup is coming up and. The Euro Cup's happening right now. Oh, Euro Cup. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, if you want to go sit on a patio with a friend of yours and have a couple beers and watch the game, or you want to do it, then great. Like, I don't expect you to like not watch the game to spend time with me because I don't want to watch the game. And at the same time, I'm not going to drag myself down to some pub and watch the game because that's not something that I want to do. Right. So go and do that with somebody that sure, also enjoys it. Sure, go with your friends, it. do whatever. Yeah. Go with your friend. But but I also think this 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 Hollywood idea or you know cultural idea of your partner being absolutely everything for you, all of your social, your support system, your lover, your your you know roommate, all those things puts a lot of pressure on a relationship. Why are you staring at me like that? What? I'm enjoying your, your I'm enjoying your point. <laughs> you you tilted your head like did you say living together? Uh, no 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 no. Oh, okay. I've got I've got something. I'm I'm Okay, you're waiting. Yeah. All right. But I I don't think that you should force yourself to do things that you don't like and then expect your partner to do the same and when they don't, then you feel resentment towards them. What it's so it's so interesting this retrospective we're doing on Sex in the City. Oh yeah. That we're working on for some oh my God, upcoming we're so episodes. Yeah. But one of the episodes we watched last night <laughs> was in season four. <laughs> the one where Carrie gets the new gay best friend. Yeah. And she she almost has a breakthrough mm-hmm. of like, because this, this gay guy is from Sydney. He's a shoe wholesaler oh, yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. And he's allowed to like just get blowjobs from random people. He's but, allowed to have sex with other people. Just blowjobs. Like oh, there, is that there what he were said? rules. Just yeah, blow yeah. Jo- just okay. blowjobs. There no were a la- lot of rules. Just blowjobs. No last names. No last names. <laughs> yeah, just weird stuff. But, but she was like, and he's like, yeah, like my boyfriend doesn't expect to be my everything. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of almost is like, is it? Is, is this is, is this, this the, the more evolved way to do things? Like yeah. not expecting your partner to be everything to you. Yeah. And she kinda like big giant fucking question mark and mm-hmm. never really kinda No, they they come back from They it. come back from it, but it was like, wow, that's a huge realization. And and I not only is it a huge realization that your partner doesn't have to be everything for you. But also not seeing that as a failure, right? That they aren't or you aren't everything, right? To the other person, and I feel like this is something we've been talking about for a really, really long time. Is that you know there is so much pressure put on romantic relationships in this culture, and and I think now that and we, I mean, we kind of talked about this in the last episode, you know, where where the pandemic has has intensified that pressure. Mm-hmm. And has and a lot of relationships are feeling that pressure yeah, and cracking yeah, yeah. under that pressure. Yeah. Some people like like we appreciated being able to spend more time together because yeah. we still don't live together, so it was it was still something. But but other people, but are other like, people were having that, that was a lot of time. That's together. a lot of time, yeah, and, that, lot. and that's the thing. You have all these different social groups and outlets and people that you spend time with and do different things with, and when you don't have that anymore, it's like oh fuck. So then it culminates in he said, you know. I, I work hard. I I do. He's like a tour guide. For, yeah. Him and his brothers are a Chicago tour guide yeah. company. They run. And yeah. he said, you know, I go out every day and I work hard so that you don't have to work. And she's like, I want to work. Though. Yeah, I like working. And that's not. And 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 then he says, and I just all I want is to just be left alone. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, OK, we can do that. We can make that happen for you. Yeah. And she says, I'm done. And he looks visibly like, 
what because she is done it's not just an argument and hyperbole she's like i am i am done i'm done and you're like oh shit yeah like she's not fucking around and he thinks she is he thinks she's just angry i want you to because <laughs> he jokes like i want you to do things that i don't ask you to do and he's like i recall doing something for you this morning that you didn't ask me to do and she's like i'm being serious right <laughs> B's a little triggered over there. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not triggered. I'm just, I'm just, it just makes me laugh. But it how, just illustrates the differences between hetero men and hetero women. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and I think, I think having a conversation about how you show up for your partner mm-hmm. is important here because watching that whole scene, it's so well done and it's so neatly wrapped up. You can see the entire picture mm. in a four-minute scene. Yeah, the whole arc. And so many people can watch that and relate to that and go, yep, I, I'm, I've, I've been, been there. there. Yep. On one side or the other side. Yep. And it was a nice little jumping off point for our conversation, I think, because mm-hmm. there was so much in there about, yeah, how you show up, what men think women want, what women think men want, and what is the truth. And nobody wants to do the dishes. No one wants to do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes. Why would I want to do the dishes? No one wants to do the dishes. First of all, you all have All they this... want is a clean kitchen. Yeah. And also, you have this beautiful condo that Jason Bateman sold them in the movie. <laughs> and he's such a dick. He's yeah. like, look, you know, I'm not going to take commission on listing this for you because, you know, it's a breakup. But... Uh, and he's just like... He's a real douche in this. He's a douche, but he's a great douche. I love yeah. he plays that character very that, that I, I type of character Bateman, very, yeah, very he's, well. He's great. And but I, but but Oh, I don't know where I was going with that. That's never mind. You don't know where you're going? I, I can't remember why I brought up the Just I think that we we've always been there we've all been there and we can relate to that. And looking at that through another lens of trying to avoid mm. these things mm-hmm. and then knowing when it's time. And I think, you know, Oh. Oh, what were you going to say? Go ahead. You have this beautiful condo. Yeah. And you don't have a fucking dishwasher. Oh. <laughs> that's a simple solution. This See, is a simple solution. That is a solution. Like, We're yeah. always fighting about who does the dishes. Let's get a fucking dishwasher. Let's get a robot dishwasher. And you were saying, like, uh, they have, like, like countertop dishwashers now. Yeah, I just saw on Kickstarter. Yeah. I sent it to your oldest because he's just moved out. Yeah. And it's just, like, countertop dishwasher basically meant to wash two place settings. Right. Or okay. fruit or like a bunch <laughs> of other things. Fruit. Yeah. And it was not cheap. It's made in the UK. Yeah. And it was, and it was like five or $600 Canadian. My Lord. Now, for a full-size, really nice dishwasher, you're going to pay $1,000 Canadian. At least. At yeah. least. But, but, but that would solve so many problems would, yeah. and so much conflict. Yeah. It's like, how do you have this beautiful condo in downtown Chicago and doesn't have a dishwasher? And doesn't have a like, fucking fuck? dishwasher. Bro, like, what? I know. But, th- but then, you know what? I had my ex-husband would not use the dishwasher. That like, is I would bizarre. Want, I would want to use the dishwasher, and he'd go, "No, no, no, let's just do the." Dishes. When I first got married, dishes were a massive issue, and I paid to go get. Now it was a cheap ass fucking dishwasher, but I paid to get a dishwasher and put it in the little apartment that my ex and I were living in, so that you wouldn't fight about because who was doing I, di- because dishes were like it was like tearing the fucking marriage apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was right. Gary and Brooke, right? Like, yeah, I want you to want to do, I don't, 
I don't want Who wants to fucking do the no dishes? No one wants to do the dishes. And you make so many of them. Like, I know. why do I want to do your dishes? Look at me. I use one bowl all day. Right. None of this is mine. Now you have a bachelor bowl. Exactly, right? <laughs> but but having a dishwasher in that case just sorts everything. Because you can use as many dishes as you want. As long as it fits in the dishwasher, we're all good. That's right. right. Yeah. And I so I think that women, I'm speaking for myself as a cishet woman, mostly mm-hmm. het woman. <laughs> a cis bi woman. Let's just. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I don't do this anymore because it's blown up in my face a bunch of times. And I, Ooh. and well, I don't expect you to read my mind anymore. Oh yeah. 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 No, and I think Brooke that is guilty of that. And that's Brooke scene, is for guilty sure. of that. And I think a lot of people are guilty of that is that they, they expect another person that isn't them to think exactly like them and anticipate their every need and want. And if those needs aren't met, then the resentment starts to build. And you feel like it's a failure on your partner's part if you have to ask them to do something. Mm -hmm. And that's not always fair because not Mm. everybody sees the same things. Nobody, Not everybody sees the same way. Not everybody prioritizes the same way. And I think it's really, really important for you to get used to asking for what you need or want. That's tricky, though. Is it? It is. I mean, at the asking part is not tricky. It's that fine line between asking your partner and nagging your partner, or at least your partner perceiving the request versus it being a nag. But earlier I talked about that learned helplessness that yeah, some people have. Yeah. And if that's what you're dealing with and you're having to you're having to be like the manager of mm-hmm. that household yeah. and you have to delegate all the time. That's not your job. <laughs> Including parental duties to your other partner. Oh like <laughs> I, I used to hate, I hate it when, when parents say I'm babysitting. No, 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 you're parenting, you're parenting, you're minding the child that you helped create while your partner is out doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. that's no. So yeah, there, that is the distinction. If, if you're, if you're having to delegate and you have to like, and that, that is when your partner becomes like a child. Yeah. That that is that creates that parent-child dynamic. No one wants to fuck inside that dynamic. No. Nope. No one. No. Nope. Or they shouldn't want to. Because like and I I I know that in in you know one of my relationships it was it it became very much like that and and it that resentment was fierce. Very fierce. Mhm. Yeah. On the other hand, and like so you know, at what point does stuff become nagging for you? Like, I mean, I don't think you've ever said that to me, but but you don't. But you don't. Like, you don't but, nag me. That's but you thing. don't have this learned helplessness. No, I. You think, know what needs to be done, and you do it. I think. And if, if you say you're going to do something, you fucking do it. I think that's what it is. I think if somebody asks you to do something several times and you don't do it, I think that's where it can be perceived as nagging. But there's an easy solution to that. Just fucking do the thing. Do the thing. Very simple. Yeah. And I think this is why, I think this is why, and and you and I have had conversations about this too, is that, you know, do you want your relationship to be better? You want your sex life to be better? It's all about chores. And and it's like, uh, no, not exactly about chores. No. It's a, it's about a dynamic. It's, it's like, if I have to ask you to vacuum, I need you to vacuum. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And they go, all right. Is that going to make you want to fuck? No, it isn't. It isn't going to make you want to no, have sex with that absolutely person. absolutely not. No. But, you know, hey, I fed the kids for you. What? Excuse me? Or did you just, like, why are you talking to me about feeding the children? Just fucking do it. 
Yeah. Because you're the other adult in this in this household. That's tough though, because if you're trying to get recognition for the fact that you are doing stuff. But why? Because if the other person just thinks you never do anything, then you have to show them when you do do things. But then why are you in that relationship? Well, because kids. Because clearly, okay, well, and that, we're going to get to that too. But then the other part is Vince Vaughn's assertion where he says, you know, I go to work every day and blah, 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 and thinking that 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 is sufficient right. for he, her to love him and want to be in that relationship. He's showing, he's showing up by doing that. But that doesn't have anything to do with her. And he didn't talk to her about, like, what is it that you need to feel validated in this relationship and feel satisfied in this relationship? Because that's not something Vince Vaughn would ever say. Well, no, probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't know Vince Vaughn. But but it's just watching movies like that or watching scenes like that with this sort of traditional Hollywood trope. Mm -hmm. It's like that whole scene would have gone completely different if they just communicated. Or yeah. if they were in a non-monogamous relationship, she wouldn't be upset about him not going to the ballet no. because she would have uh, somebody else, a, a close, intimate friend that she could go to the ballet with yeah. and not not put all that shit on, on, him. on him. And it's like that whole movie loses all of its conflict. Well, and yeah, we talk about that a lot, that a lot of a lot of plots fall apart yeah. if, if, if people actually spoke to one another. Sure. Just aired their concerns yeah. before it became a giant thing. Like, uh, like Hitch. Oh my god! That could have all been avoided. Fuck right. <laughs> um, and I love Hitch. I think that's. A, I think it's a great fucking movie. And it's not just because Eva Mendes is in it. I'm calling bullshit on that. I think it is because Eva Mendes is in it. Bro, he gets he gets out of the cab and gets his shirt caught in the cab door, and it literally undresses him as he spins in a circle. It's great physical that's comedy. That's comedic genius. <laughs> Actually, personally, my favorite scene is when he's teaching Kevin James's character how to how to do the goodnight kiss. <laughs> the ninety ten. Yeah, I said I come ninety, you come ten. You don't go the whole hundred. This is where you live. This is where you live, right here. Right yeah. Here. <laughs> so I think it's it's important, you know, if you're trying to avoid this kind of scene, think about how you're showing up and think about what it is that your partner wants hmm. or ask them what they want that's it just how ask you, them how do you need me to show up in this relationship for you to feel valued and loved mm-hmm. and be fucking thoughtful man there's lots of things that being thoughtful i think goes a long way even if you're bad at it at least the sign that you are trying goes a long way and and stop guessing like if you're thinking i don't know what to do and you say listen i know you have to work today I know we're throwing this dinner. What can I do to make today easier for you? See, but he was being passive aggressive with all of that. He didn't want the dinner party. He was not interested in it. She wanted it and he was getting dragged along to do it. And he showed that by showing up with three fucking lemons when she asked for 12. See, and that is passive aggressive behavior. It and is. that's bullshit. Because if she just said, buy me some lemons and he came back with three, that then would be that one thing, if she specifically asked for 12 and he was like, oh, well, Fuck, I don't... I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered because, oh my God, there's going to be people in my house and I just want to fucking sit on the couch and blow my brains out with some video games. And you know what? And this is the thing. That mindset of I can't be bothered is a classic sign that your relationship is on life support. Well, there we go. So how do you know? Well, we're going to get to that because I want to talk about... I want to talk about a couple of personal stories. Oh, okay. And And then we'll go more generally 
okay. into. Would you like to start? No, you can start. Okay, so there was a couple. There was there was one in particular that one of our brave ones shared. Oh jeez. <laughs> One of the one of the poll one of the poll questions. It's tough to ask questions on Instagram because you have to be like eerily specific about what it is you're asking for. Otherwise, people's people's answers are going to be very very general. You're like, when did you know it was over? And somebody's like, March. They gave me a date. Yeah, (laughs) March fifteenth. You're like, okay, twenty sixteen. Not what I meant. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) We can do a whole show around that. Thanks so much. And then you're like reframe the question yeah i had to reframe (laughs) yeah and so on the second pass (laughs) we got an answer what was your last straw or how did you know how did you know that your relationship was over and one was when i found out she was fucking our kids hockey coach yeah that'll do it Uh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yikes yeah that's kind of a good sign that it's probably over. You think? Unless you're into the hockey coach also. Yeah. And I mean, again. Yeah. And a lot of people talk about, they, again, still weren't super specific, but it, I, I was, and, but it, it's difficult for me to ask, tell me about your most traumatic experience. Give me more it's, detail, yeah. please. You know, someone else talked about how her and her boyfriend had essentially become roommates and he wouldn't have sex with her, but he was going to strip clubs a few times a week. Yeah. yeah, like strip clubs are not a problem. Porn no. is not a problem. No. But when that is, when you're withholding intimacy from your partner. Yeah. And instead transferring it to the stripper at the fucking. Yeah. That's go-go a problem. club or yeah, whatever. That's like, a, the go-go club? I was trying to think of a, of a cool strip, like the Bada Bing, there we go, from Sopranos. The Zanzibar. The Zanzibar, yeah. <laughs> trying to think of a cool strip club name. I couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out on that. <laughs> So that so those were a couple of the 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 stories there. Again, people brave ones, please just be more specific. More detail is better. If you need to send me a DM with more detail, give me more detail. It's fine. B likes detail. She loves detail. Mm-hmm. So there were a couple of things. Um, one was with my ex husband, and one was with my ex boyfriend. So wait, I'm, I'm not the ex boyfriend, am I? Not yet. Oh. <laughs> Keep up like today and you will be. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say you're at that point. Not, not even close, but you know. Size with giant relief. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my boys were quite small still. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got, I got the flu. I got an upper respiratory flu. Remember the flu? And, um, and and then and so i was sick with that for about a week and then i got a secondary infection so i got a sinus infection on top of Yeesh. of um the flu just smash my head like a watermelon yeah and i was largely kind of left alone upstairs in my room and uh i had like a horrible headache and i wasn't eating anything and i finally kind of came down and said i think i need to go to the hospital because I just, I wasn't, I, I, I could tell that I was horribly dehydrated. I couldn't keep anything down. And he says, uh, okay, like who, who would you like to take you? And I was like, oh, well, I don't know. I Remember guess, that till death do us part I guess line? I'll, I guess I'll call my brother. You called your brother? So my brother actually lived 10 minutes away from the hospital. I lived 20 minutes away from the hospital so my brother had to drive from 
where he lived to come and get me oh and Lord. then drive me down to the hospital. And I told him to go home because I was like, I have no idea how long I'm going to be here. And so I showed up at the hospital and I got into triage and the, the nurse asked me to stick out my tongue. And she was like, oh, dear Lord. And apparently when you have this white coating on your yeah, tongue, you're, super, you're dehydrated. super dehydrated. So they dropped a couple of bags of saline into my system. They had put me on an IV right away. And the doctor came to see me and, you know, basically put me on like narcotics because I, you know, was in so much pain and whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever. And I said, okay, so like, am I going to be okay tomorrow then? Like after I take this? And he was like, no, you have you have the flu and you have this sinus infection. So I'm going to give you some antibiotics, but it's going to take a few days for you to feel better. So I, I, of course I'm worried about what's going to happen tomorrow when my, you know, my husband has to go to work and I have two little kids at home. One, one was like, I don't even think it was a year old yet. Oh, wow. The other one was like three. Well, of course your husband didn't want to stay home with... So I called him and I said, so I need you I, I need you to call my mother and ask her to come and watch the kids tomorrow. And his response was, oh, you're not going to be able to look after the kids tomorrow? <laughs> and I was like, where am I calling you from? I'm not calling you from Cabo. Right. <laughs> I remember just be like I was I I was so stunned at that like oh okay I, I'm I'm calling you from the hospital and I'm in the hospital because I've been in my room for two weeks ill like barely able like I couldn't even get out of bed I mean what you talk about how hindsight is twenty twenty uh-huh. do you think maybe when you're first child your second child sorry was was gonna be born you want me to tell that story well i was just i mean there's a there's a pattern here. i know but here's the thing okay here's the thing is that okay i thought about that story and now i have to share it because you brought it up no you don't have to share it it's just no i'm gonna it, share it but it follows along it's, it's it in does, a similar it follows vein, a trajectory right? i yeah. get it no i know and and this is the thing you think you're crazy because it's like you know what i'm just super pregnant so i'm a little emotional and hormonal and wanting to kill him anyway right but yeah so the story that dante is referring to i was having a planned cesarean section with my second child mm-hmm. and i was we were standing in the kitchen with my mother-in-law at the time trying to schedule the cesarean section. And so at the time, I don't know if things have changed, but you can schedule any time after 38 weeks. Right. Okay. They want the baby small. They want the baby fairly small. And so we were looking at the calendar and my my ex-husband worked continental shifts. So if people don't know what that means, it's like two days on, two days off, you know, uh, three days on and then two days off, two days on, three days off. Right. Basically. It sounds like a mess. It's actually really easy to plan. But anyway, so so, so I was going to turn 38 weeks on whatever Friday that was. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't do elective. They didn't do elective cesareans on the weekend. So it, would, it was going to have to be the Monday morning, and the 7th. And I said, well, this is when we should schedule it because this is the earliest I can get this baby out. And it happened to be a week where he was working Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And he said, in front of my mother-in-law, 
it's really not a good week for me. <laughs> and I, I wish we had, I, this is one of the times where I wish we did video because the, the epic face palm that my mother-in-law pulled off was just like, oh, oh God. Like it was like, said it, that. it was like rubbing up and down, like, oh my good Lord. Like, mm. and I was like, predictably, oh, I'm sorry. Let's find a week that's better for you. Well, it's just the, like, I don't want to take any vacation time. And I was like, this is the birth your of, baby. This is your baby. What the fuck? But like I said, at that time, I was just like, you know what? I'm just irritated and I'm super pregnant and I don't like this and whatever. Fast forward about a year and this about shit happens again. Yeah. Oh, no, you're, you're not going to be able to do it, man. That, oh, yeah, that you, sucks. Can't, you can't watch the kids tomorrow? I'm like, I, first of all, <laughs> are you okay? Like, that would have been nice. Yeah. A little bit of consideration for, like, a, or some concern. Like, he he wouldn't even come to the hospital with me because in his mind, it was easier to just stay home with the kids than to call my mom or call someone to come and watch the kids so he could take his wife to the hospital. And it just, I remember feeling so sad and so alone. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and, and that was when it it started where I was like, I'm so lonely in this mm. marriage. And it was years after that. It was eight years after that. Before you. Before I ended it. Yeah. And, and so that was a long time for that resentment to build up. Mm. And I think because I didn't, say those things i didn't i never said to him you know that was really hurtful this is what i need from you i never said that i just shoved it down and 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 that little and buried planted those little seeds of resentment and they grew and grew and grew and yeah we'd have blowouts about stuff and our sex life was dismal but it it never came out nope and 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 this is the other thing that men don't understand is that Women don't just decide, I'm done. When they say they're done, men go, oh, this is a problem. We can fix this problem. I can change that. Nope. We've been done for a long time. Hmm. That shit's been building for months or years. And Mm. when we say, when we come out and go, I'm done, they're done. Like Jennifer Aniston's character did at the end of that scene. Yeah. Like it's too late. Yeah. A lot of times. If, if. If you can get a woman like that to counseling, to that point, if you can get her into counseling, then maybe you have a shot at it. I remember my ex saying, let's go to counseling. And I was like, no. (laughs) Because? I don't want it. Yeah, because counseling only works if you want to stay together. (laughs) I did did say that. Counseling only works when you want it to work, and I do not. And he's like, "Uh, Well, I think, but I, and, and that was, and that was a mistake too, because I didn't know and I learned much later, like in the last couple of years, that counseling is also to negotiate the terms of your release. Yeah. It's not necessarily how to stay in a relationship. It may be how do we end this relationship amicably, yeah. fairly, you know, how do as we tell the kids? As possible. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and had I known that that was a potential outcome of therapy you and counseling, I might have been go. more open to do that. Yeah. And had there been more people like 
Rachel and Stacy of Decoding Couples, I mm. would have absolutely... If only TikTok was around or Instagram was around all those years ago, you would have found them. Right? Yeah. We love those guys. They, they, they probably weren't therapists yet because, you know... Because that was a while ago for me. But, <laughs> but I, I... So I acknowledge that I had a part to play. I, I was Brooke. I didn't... Mm-hmm. I expected him to read my mind. I didn't speak up when I was feeling devalued or isolated or lonely and you know there were a lot of things that that i thought were fucked like that's fucked up and we never addressed our our intimacy issues we fought about them Mm -hmm. but we never you know i remember him he sent me an email in my own house one day because uh he had been looking for something on my side in my nightstand or on my side of the bed and found my vibrator and wanted to know if that was why we weren't having sex. <laughs> I was just like... And he sent it in an email? Sent me an email. To whom it may concern. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to file a grievance. Yeah, like, and I was just like, how fucked up are we that we can't, that you can't talk to me about what? And it's like, you don't understand anything about how women work, do you? Like... We don't, we don't go, oh, yeah, no thanks. Like, I have my vibrator. Thank you, though. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. it's like, like, I, like, listen, I love Dolores, but that... she is no substitute for your dick. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, I can't do what Dolores does. No, but she can't do. With her AirPulse technology. <laughs> but but she can't do what you do either. And yeah. when the two of you work together, it's magic, baby. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but but I you know so I take responsibility for that too. The thing is, I think we in a lot of ways we were just super duper incompatible. Yes. And I don't I don't regret that relationship because you know I love my boys and I would never change that. But they even question like how did that even happen? <laughs> yeah. The other one I'll just share quickly. Yeah, I've got one that I'm thinking of. You have one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I've I've dated a little more extensively than you have. But, uh, <laughs> nice. So flex. I so I was um it was a boyfriend of mine and. You know, that dynamic had, had very much turned into that sort of parent-child that we we discussed earlier. Mm. And I don't know what the impetus was for this, but we started to experience a little bit of uh, erectile disappointment. Thank you, Dr. Tom Murray. Yeah. And he didn't want to talk about that at all. And I didn't know what to do. Prior, prior to that, was... It- he fairly reliable in that department? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly. Yeah. Fairly reliable. And so I didn't know what it, what it had changed and he didn't want to talk about it. And so my thing was, I just wanted him, like for me, my issue is always about health. Right. I'm always concerned about the health of the like, people that I love. So for me, like sometimes, sometimes that's a canary in the coal mine right. like for circulatory is- issues. Cause he was, he was never really big into exercise. He right. smoked for a long time. You know, you're worried about heart disease or something he, like yeah, that. He, yeah. He, 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 was, he wasn't a drinker. Like he was a drunk, but he like he liked his, his booze and, and that was fine. He was a very sweet drunk, but do you know what I mean? But I was concerned about things like heart disease and hypertension and stuff like that. Like his father had some pretty major health well, issues. And I just, I mean, the lifestyle of people in the work that he did is musician. he was a musician. So, you know, they're not necessarily the, the healthiest is, bunch of people. Which might have been why I kind of like, 
like ignored a bunch of things because you know i mean you know <laughs> i mean you know he was very talented so and it took me six months to get him to go to a doctor and i was so frustrated with that and he like, probably just went to his gp he probably didn't go to a specialist he did no he went to the gp and i went with him oh right? my goodness did you have notes to tell the doctor <laughs> No, I didn't go in with him. Like, oh, I just yeah. went to the office with him. And then, you know, he got sent across the street for, like, blood work and an EKG and all the things, right? Okay. And I just and I just remember feeling like, you know, he wanted me to come in, the, in there with him. And I'm like, I'm watching him lie on this table, like, with the, all the little... Things hooked up. The leads hooked mm-hmm. up. And I was just like, this is not... You know what I mean? All it's this like, to make your dick work. It's like, uh, can we attach the leads to the dick? Can we do that? And just No, that's mean. <laughs> Frank, but, and, Frank and weenie. <laughs> And so his doctor, who was a female, which I like kind of appreciated, she was like, okay, well, you know what? It sounds like, it sounds psychological. Like it sounds like, you know, I don't think it's a physical thing, physiological Mm -hmm. thing, but I am going to prescribe some Cialis for you. Oh, she went Cialis. She did. She went Cialis. Apparently that's the one you want over Viagra. Why? Why? Because Viagra, from what I understand, (laughs) gets you hard and keeps you hard for a period of time. Okay. And Cialis is a little for, bit... For like, so far not for, seeing the problem. Well, okay. But you have to kind of, like, time it out properly, right? Like, oh, okay. you don't want to be in the middle of your date and be about to go upstairs yeah. and and then pop it because it might be, I don't know, some period of time before it takes effect. Whereas mm-hmm. with Cialis, you can take it uh-huh. and you'll get hard when you want to get hard, oh. but you're not fucking, you know, sporting a tent for, for four hours you know, okay. being uncomfortable. So it doesn't, look rec- aw- it doesn't seem awkward. Yeah. And okay. I think, I think it can come and go a little bit while the medicine's in your system. So oh, okay. I think okay. I, apparently it's supposed to be the, the, okay. if you can, it's the way to go. So it's like a slow release vasodilator. Yeah. I think okay. so, probably right. something along those lines. So anyway, so, so, so he got the good stuff. So he got the good stuff. Yeah. And then. Complain- and we're not doctors, by the way, just. Complained you know, about how much it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause that wouldn't be covered. It wasn't well, it's not covered he, under our socialized medicine here. We no. don't have prescription drug coverage like and you guys in the cheap. UK do. No, they are not. Like they're not cheap. Ten they're, or twenty bucks a pill or something like that. They're twenty bucks a pill. Yeah. yeah. I remember they're trying to buy someone. I was in Honduras. I was like, I'm going to make a fortune off of this. <laughs> Sell it to my dad's friends when I come back. Stop it. I did, and and the pharmacist was like, Do you want fifty milligrams or hundred milligrams? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't the difference. know. I'm like, I don't know fifty. And he's like, That'll be twenty dollars a pill. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if I can afford that. Yeah, like, it's crazy. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So then he complained about how much. They were, which I was like, uh, okay, okay. This panocha is magica. You pay whatever the fuck it takes to get there, is what you should have said. I, I'm hearing Fifth Harmonies. Hey, baby, I'm worth it. <laughs> baby, I'm worth it. Anyway, which he knew already. But then, okay, and then... We were over at my place, and I was like, you know, you might want to take one of the thingies. And he goes, oh, they're at home in my drawer. What? And I was like, what fucking good are they at home in your drawer when you and your dick are here? <laughs> and I think at some point in there, we we smoked some weed and tried that. Okay. And that was great. Like that that, helped? that actually worked. Where it was like, see, it is physio- it is psychological because He's in his head about something. Yeah. And so that was encouraging. So, you know. And so, yeah. So, he forgot them at home 
And then, you know, it was at the point where, like, it was very, very close to the end. I was just, or I was like, I can't. And there were a lot of other things that I want to get into. But this was the the day. This was the day. So we went for a walk on the beach. We went and got some frozen yogurt. And he wanted to come back to my place. And I was like, you know what? Let's go to your place. I'd like to hang out on the balcony. You know, he lived in a condo or whatever. And I was thinking, in my head, I was like, because I want to be able to fucking leave. I don't want to have to get this guy out of my well, house. Well, because he doesn't—he didn't drive. He, he didn't, didn't have drive. a car. No, you no. had to drive him everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, which was also yeah, not so my you, favorite thing. Yeah. But so I was like, I just want to be able. I feel like this is not going to go well. And so we get, we get back to his place. You fuck. And nope. Oh no. We're making out and stuff. And I was like, you know, same issue. And I was like, hey, you might want to. Why don't you? You know those things that are in your drawer while we're in your place. So, so go get them. He walks out with the box. Sits down next to me, breaks open the box, takes out the instructions. Unfolds it 900 times, like a map. Starts reading it. Oh my God. And it became very, very clear to me at that point that this was not important to him. Our sex life, our connection, all, all of this stuff that I had worked for months and months and months to help him with wasn't a priority and, for him. And you'd been with this guy for years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I looked at him and I was like, I'm all done. Let's let's end this now before we start hating each other. And he looked at me like, What? You blindsided me. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what he told people. <laughs> he told people that for months for months that I just blindsided. Did him, him and your ex get together and go, Me too? Oh my god. <laughs> every every man that I break up with says the same thing. And it's like your willful blindness doesn't equate to blindsiding. No. It's not no. the same. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> and I was just like I can't do this. It had become, it had become so people, when I use this word, people will know exactly what I'm talking about. The emotional labor Mm. that this relationship was exacting from me Mm -hmm. was just more than I could bear at that point. Mm. There just, there was no payoff for me anymore. And I'm sorry, it sounds kind of cold, but you need a payoff in a relationship. You need to be getting something out yeah. of that relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. in order for you to stay in it. I do anyway. I'm not I'm not like altogether altruistic in that way. I'm not into relationship philanthropy. No, no, no. I'm all good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and I'm going to take my pussy with me. And no, all done. And you know what? No shade on this man. He was a lovely human being. And like, you know, I actually, I, I think I told you him and I were messaging about some issues with Megadeth and stuff like that, but... Oh, no, you didn't tell me that. I uh, did, I did tell you that. No, no, you didn't tell me that. But that's cool. Oh, all right, I'll tell you after. Because <laughs> <laughs> the base, the bassist for Megadeth... Yeah, got kicked out. Got kicked out of the band. Yeah. And we did talk about why he got kicked yeah, out. Yeah, it's and, kind and of a bullshit reason. But yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Rock Savages, let's talk about that. Let's Here talk about go. what happened with Megadeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah, time yeah. for another... Because uh, we're going to see them. I hope so. Oh, Megadeth or yeah. Rock Savages? Well, Rock Savages, I'm sure we're going to see at some point, but Megadeth. We're, we're coming for you. And we're coming for you too, Carrie. Yeah, that's right. We just got it. The border's got to just open up. I need my second jab and then, yeah. and then we can cross the border without any problems. But anyways, look out, Look out, Ohio. Ohio, yeah. Yeah. All right. And let me hear your story. Okay. So. Wait a second. Do you, th- do you think I was too hasty? With what? Leaving. Leaving the other guy? Well, either guy. 
No, I don't think you're too hasty. Okay, right. Knowing what I know about you and how important sex is to you. Yeah. And it's not just about no, sex. No, hold on, hold on. You know, the sexual connection you had with your with your husband, you guys were mismatched. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of things about that relationship that didn't work. And then you had a better sexual connection with this the this guy that you just told musician. the story about, the musician. But when that stopped working, it didn't you could overlook certain aspects of that relationship <laughs> if you were getting railed on the regular. Uh-huh. But when that stopped happening, it's like, well, why, what, why am I even why here? Am I even here? Yeah. Right? I'm going to get a stable of dick. And again, it was, no, 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 no. It wasn't even about the dick. It, I know. No, it wasn't about the dick. It was about the, It was a little bit about the dick. No, but no, it wasn't that exactly. It was about the... the Lack of effort. It was about not looking after yourself. Yeah, lack of effort. How am I, how am I supposed to look after you if you don't even want to look after yourself? No. That's what it was more about. Mm-hmm. It was like, look... I'm going to I'm going to get myself checked out. I'm going to make sure that I do everything that I need to do to make sure that I'm the best version of me. And you know what? And it was more about that attitude of avoidance and denial and inability to discuss anything or to move forward with anything. And I was like, "No, I can't. I can't drag that I can't drag you through this. Like no. I just can't." It, no. the, like I said, the emotional labor was just taking too much of a toll on me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was crying all the time. It was bad. Anyway, go ahead. Your turn. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, on to me. so when we talked about this topic i was trying to think of what would be a good one to do i think i settled on one okay so there was this woman Mm -hmm. that i used to see Mm -hmm. when i was in her city okay and because i was visiting the city for work i would have a hotel Mm -hmm. and she'd come hang out with me Right. And once or twice before, I had had to leave very early in the morning, like way earlier than checkout. Mm. And so I had like closed out the room and let front desk know that my girlfriend was was staying in the room, but that she'd be gone by 11. But, you know, I I needed to settle up because I got to leave. Right, right. right? And it was fine. There was no no trouble. And then this one time, (laughs) the last time. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Same thing. I got to leave super early in the morning, whatever. You stay here. And it had been a weird night. <laughs> it had been a very weird night. Okay. Like, I, I got out of the bathroom in the morning after getting ready, after having a shower or whatever, and my iPad wasn't in my briefcase, like oh my, my satchel. What? And I was like, the fuck is going on here? And Where's my iPad? Yeah. And I don't know what you're talking about. And then <gasps> it was like in her bag or whatever. And so I what? got it. I got it. I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. And did the same thing and left. And then six or seven hours later, got a phone call from the hotel. Oh my God. Being like, uh, so we have an outstanding bill on your account. Uh, and here are all the things that you have to pay for. Oh my God. So the first thing I had to pay for was the fact that the bathroom was trashed and needed a new door. What? Because this chick decided that she was going to dye her hair and just got hair dye over everything. Oh and I my guess God. I guess the door was wood, but the rest of the room was tile, so the tile could be clean, but the wood was fucking permanently just stained. Just soaked it right up. Yeah. And also, wow. she took the clock radio. Oh. <laughs> 
anymore. It's like it's like it's like when hotels have the 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 coat hangers with the tiny little baby heads on them, so that you don't take the coat hangers because they only work on their coat hanger system because they have the rings on the rod. Oh, okay, okay, just, okay. Yeah, yeah, they do that so that you don't steal a fucking yeah, coat no, hanger, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and I was like, and I knew a friend of hers in in the in the city, and mm-hmm. I was like. I don't know what the fuck's going on with so, this chick. So she took the clock radio. Did she take anything else? Uh, nothing else that they had, they had, they had said to me mm-hmm. that I was going to have to pay. Right. But the bill was like it was like eight hundred dollars. <gasps> the hotel was only like one hundred and fifty bucks a night, <laughs> right? Like, and I was there for like two nights or something. So it was a huge. I was like, Whoa, right. So I, I managed to track down this friend of hers and said, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this chick. But this is what's happened. And like, mm-hmm. I'm really pissed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you fucking get the clock radio back? And I can't do anything about the hair dye and shit. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. So I ended, up, and I ended up having to pay. I got the clock radio back. And, and I was like, I was not able to deal with this in person. No, all. no. It was over text no, message and phone. Yeah. And I, you know, called the manager of the hotel. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I don't know what's going on. Like, how, let's try and figure this out. And they're like, well, if you can get us the clock radio back, then I guess the damage is only this. And... $780. Yeah, I know, right? I think, I know, I think it was like one of those like iHome clock radios, oh, okay, the iPod okay, okay. Uh, ones. So it was like a couple hundred bucks. So or something. It was, they, they probably were charging me two or $300 for it or something like oh that. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, so after that, I was like, I'm done with this chick. Do you think? Yeah, I'm not. Did you find out what was wrong with her? Like what happened there? Yes, I, I do know. And you'd rather not share it? Well, she was she had some personal troubles i see of the narcotic kind oh no yeah which you weren't aware of i wasn't aware of well i mean i kind of knew but not to that extent well you never thought that she would like no i never thought that she would pull that shit out you know, is this about your ipad you took my ipad <laughs> sorry i do that well and the thing is you talk about hindsight is she had been taking stuff from me <gasps> The whole time? The whole time. And you just didn't notice. I just, well, I was like, because it was small stuff. Right. Right? I had. You just thought you forgot it because yeah, it was like a hotel room. Exactly. Like right. I had gear with me and I get to a meeting and I don't have a head torch in my bag. And I'm like, did I leave that at home? Oh, no. Right? Like it was stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you would second guess yourself and, go, and think, oh, oh I probably just forgot it. Yeah. And yeah. No, no. This chick had been fucking stealing Pilfering shit from me. Stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. And I overlooked it because she was a really great lay. And <laughs> no, I had fun. A message to all the ladies who like to pilfer stuff yeah, out there. Right? Just be good in just bed. Just be really good in bed. Yeah, but, and but you won't notice for a long time. Because because yeah, I went well, maybe, but you know, I mean maybe that. But also, maybe yeah, maybe she stole stuff. But also, the sex is really good, so I'll just. Of course, she's a kleptomaniac. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just lock my stuff but up. Maybe. And um, and and. I'll just lock my stuff. Yeah, because that was that happened the first time, I, I I had seen her, and then the next time I saw her, I put all my valuables in the fucking hotel safe. Jesus. <laughs> and so she's like, "Fuck it, I'll just." Take stuff that's in the room. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So that's how I knew what was yeah, up. Yeah, I would say that's that's pretty. That's fairly obvious. That's though. a pretty cut and dry. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody's gonna have that happen and go. You know what? Next time in town, I think I'm gonna look her up. Yeah, maybe not. Mm-mm. Maybe not. Mm-mm. And you never heard from her after that? Oh, I did hear from her after. Oh, that. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. She sorted her shit out. 
Oh, she did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? See, that's important that you share that part of the story. Yes. That she that she's yeah, doing as, better now. As far as I know, she's doing better now. Oh, okay. Well, that's but good. but but for a long time, there was no way to reach her, and I was actually I was quite worried about her. I thought that she might be dead or whatever, and so I would, I would check in with her friend and just make sure she was like and like yeah, she's. She's she's around, but like yeah, it's not but good. Yeah, but she's yeah. doing okay now. Yeah, so yeah. That's but good. but now yeah, no. Yeah, but also like you're not getting within twenty feet of my iPad. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no, and it was a shitty iPad too. Not like the one right here. Oh no, not Anyways. like not like the really nice one yeah. now. I just wanted to go through a little bit of a list real quick, just to just to wrap, just to wrap this up mm. of some of the ways that you can tell that your relationship is over. Or some signs that it may be time. So property damage. Leave. Property damage. Theft. That's usually yeah. That, that's a good sign. I'm one of those. I'm one of those people where I become fairly indifferent. Uh, indifference. That's a big one, and I don't want to fuck you anymore. And some couples aren't like that. Like some couples could be <laughs> on the brink of breakup and fucking still tell fucking. Tell me about it. <laughs> one of my closest friends has been in a COVID long separation from his wife. And, but the good news is they're still fucking. So, you know, that makes the home life a little easier through all of this. Who is it? Was it, was it Ariana that said best way to, oh no, Dua Lipa, wasn't it? The new rules one. Best way to get over someone is to get under someone. No, she said you won't get over him. If you're getting under oh, if you're him, getting under him, yeah, that's right. You can't get over someone if you're getting under them. Like, no, 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 no. Stop it. Stop fucking them. Okay. Constant conflict. Yes. If it's just always a big fight. You know what? If you're if you're fighting more often than you're having a great time, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe get some counseling. Depending on what the nature of your relationship is, you know, get some help. Or conversely, if you can't be bothered. To fight about stuff well but see previous point on indifference yeah and that's i think that's the point that i was at where i was just like i why there's there's no point there's no point in fighting because there's nothing like i don't care if it gets better right, right. like i don't want it to get better yeah yeah you stop sharing like important things about your life with your partner you just kind of don't why are you laughing about that oh i i didn't i didn't tell you that i got a promotion or i didn't tell yeah, you i like, had surgery yeah. or i didn't <laughs> I, I didn't surgery. i didn't tell you that you i had a baby I had like what okay yeah like but, but like you know when something happens throughout the day you're the first person that i text yeah except apparently when i talk to my ex-boyfriend about the shakeup at Megadeth. Ooh, geez. I mean, like... I did tell you, you this. You did not tell me this. Okay, I, I must... Feel, I feel... Let's unpack that. No, we'll unpack that later. No, we'll unpack I that I feel one. like you're a little... You, you were a little nervous to tell me that you were talking to this ex. No, I wasn't. Oh, it's interesting. Okay. No, because I thought I told you. You know what? It's my... It was It was a conversation I had with my oldest. That's why. Oh, that's not right. Not that you guys are the same. No, just, but you told someone and that someone wasn't me. It just wasn't you. And, and the me- first I, I'm hearing about I it mess- is on this podcast. No, I messaged him. I messaged him... Well, to say, hey, do you know what's going on? Because the 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 press was kind of sketchy about it. Yeah, originally, like the first announcement was kind of like, and yeah. he's like right into into the thick of it. He's yeah. like right down in yeah, there with yeah. that kind so of stuff. So he, I, I was he just would curious. Have his, yeah, I mean, also the Rock Savages might have had something to say about this. You should ask them next time a band member gets kicked out of a <laughs> out of a band for. I will not message my ex. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
and and this this was the same thing you know only one of you is willing to go to counseling like the other yeah. one's like no i don't want to go and this is the thing i i really feel like you know even though my ex-husband was like do you want to go to counseling he he was kind of like he didn't want to go either he was going through it the was, motions because and and you're that's ex- the first question that people ask well your ex and my ex are very similar in a couple of ways Ooh. and i think i think that i think that i'm just gonna play armchair couples counselor here oh, okay I think that what he wanted was the ability to say... I asked her to go to counseling I, and I she tried said to go no. to counseling and she just wouldn't. Yeah. And people go, oh. Yeah. What a cunt she is. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I feel did like... Did I tell you about the time that I couldn't schedule my section, my cesarean section, because that was a bad week for him? I mean, there's even more around that. For sure, <laughs> but. Um, Take the day off. Take the day off. Don't be like that. And like he he worked when I was having my first one too. I know he that's what I was alluding he wor- to. He worked that weekend too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it, and and his boss was like, "What are you doing?" Well, here? you're not supposed because the thing is, you're not supposed to leave your area right when you're on duty. You're supposed to stay. You're assigned to a certain area. You're supposed to stay there. And the hospital that I was in was outside that area. So he asked his his staff sergeant, "Hey, is it okay if during my lunch or at some point that I go over?" To the hospital because my wife is in there with our first baby, and his boss was like, "What the fuck are you doing here? Like, what? It's hard enough to stay married as a cop. What are you doing, man? I know, like- I know, I know. <laughs> when the relationship starts to feel draining for mm. you, and your kind of your eye movements were kind of like, oh, I know what that means. Mm-hmm. Where it just takes everything you have. Yeah, and well, and it's so. It's so different in our relationship because I find our relationship energizes mm, mm-hmm. me and I think it does to you as well. And so if it was the other way, like, I don't yeah. want that. No. And and for me, I start to withdraw. So I'll, I'll find ways to like, well, I think I told you with the, with, with the Cialis guy, I'd be like, I have some errands to run. And I would just like... <laughs> There's leave. a TikTok in that. <laughs> B had no errands to run. It wasn't going to take her four hours. She spent the day in the bathtub at her house. Yeah, yeah. You will never see B again, right? Like, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I was and like, I won't. <laughs> yeah, I would leave at like nine o'clock in the morning and I'd be like, I'm going to go to jujitsu and then I have some and then I have some errands to run. And I would legit go home and lie on my couch and watch TV until like seven o'clock. I'd be and like, then, oh, I gotta, oh, I gotta, I'll be back later. Uh, I guess I got to go back to the musician's place. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was so bad. It was. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll see you a little bit later. Um, and he couldn't drive, so it's not like yeah, it's not he like he's going to show anything. up in your place. No, no, yeah. no. And and but and this is the thing. I can't do that to you because you'll be like, I'll go with you, and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> which is nice. You can't really pin down what the problem is. Mm. You it's know? not working, but you don't know why. Like you, like you and I, if we if we have an issue about something, we're pretty clear on what it is. Mm-hmm. But before we went into the freezer, I had no idea. Like I had some ideas, right? But there was shit was nagging you, but you didn't. But know what it, was it was just this general sense of this is not working. Right. I don't know why. I and that's why we needed the freezer to kind of sort all that out and categorize that and right. figure out what the problem was so that we could solve it. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I was so fucked up and we were in so much pain that I didn't even know what the problem was yeah so yeah. that was that i i know what that feels like where yeah. you're just like i don't i don't know it's like tell me what to do and i'll fix it and you're just like i don't fucking know i don't know 
I don't know, bro. Do you want me to dress like Iron Man? I'll dress like Iron Man. You want me to be <laughs> Thor? I'll be Thor. <laughs> hmm. You kind of look like, I mean, you've got a Tony Stark-esque look about and you. And Thor hair, basically. Right Thor now. hair, basically. Well, more like Loki hair, I think. Uh, oh, I you gotta watch like that? that. I gotta watch that. Apparently yeah. it's blowing up. Is it good? He's pansexual. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Happy Pride, everyone. Yeah. So, I love that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so I, I gotta, I, I gotta okay. watch the Loki and see what's up. Oh, okay. All right. A lot of times you start to make external justifications for staying with someone. So, Like what? So you stay for the kids. Uh, or yes, okay. you stay because of finances. Right. You stay because... Finances. You stay because you don't want to go back out in the dating world. Right. It's just or, easier to stay where you are. Or because an Apple bundle or something. <laughs> because you're part of an Apple family and, and, and you're going to lose all the media and the two terabytes of iCloud storage. Do you remember that episode of Dave where him and his girlfriend break up? I'm sorry if anybody hasn't seen it yet, but you, oh, shame, spoiler on, alert. shame on you. You should have watched Season two of Dave is starting on next week on the 16th. It yeah. airs on FX. If you haven't seen season one of Dave, best. please watch it right now. It's so good, so good, so good. And... He changes the Netflix password. Yeah. And then doesn't does she he messages her and says, Hey, I'm sorry I changed the Netflix password and <laughs> she's just like yeah, she thumbs just up. Thumbed up it. You, you know when you can see on, on iPhones you can see if somebody's typing dot, and dot, the, dot. the little dots yeah. and then it's like boink, just a thumbs up. He's like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, you start to look, you start to externalize, right? Things that have nothing to do with the person themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it would be a pain in the ass, and you know, we have the, we have the house, and we have the kids, we have this, and we have that, and it's just like, it's not a good reason. Mm-mm. No, it's not a good reason. Not a good enough reason. Not a good enough reason. No. You become roommates again, like just mm. that sort of like not wanting to fuck anymore, and no. and one of our listeners sharing about just being roommates, basically, <sighs> right? Not a great thing. And well, no, I mean, if you if you if that. Look, if that kind of sex and there's dolphins having sex on this this screen thing right now, but if not having sex is is fine, like that your relationship isn't a super sexual one, but if it is and now it's not anymore, yeah, mm, no, it's not. that's not great. Mm. You make excuses not to spend time together. For an example, and and my my father used to comment on this all the time. My ex husband and I would take separate cars to almost everything really all the time we would never ever ever drive together wow back when gas was cheap eh? i would either either have the kids or he would have the kids or we'd each have one kid and we would show up to wherever and my father would make comments on that he'd be like you guys never are in the same car and you you really couldn't just be in the same car together no unless we had to like if we were going if we were going on holiday or something and and i would have i would have like your phones. phones in yep wow yeah and you're surprised it ended up like no this? not at all <laughs> no and my dad wasn't he's like when i told him he was like yeah you guys never seem to be wanting to be in the same place no. and i think i think that's one of the reasons why the pandemic has been quite a, a microscope for a lot of relationships yeah. because when you have nowhere to escape to man that light of day is bright <laughs> Become a power walker. What's that? Just the only thing you can do is go for a walk around your neighborhood. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. You don't laugh anymore with your partner. Mm. And that sucks. That makes me sad. Yeah. Because Laughing's laughing together fun. is, yeah, laughing together is <laughs> is a great bonding oh, yeah. thing. And we 
Thankfully, we have similar senses of humor, and we find the same things funny. Well, and I find you hilarious. Oh, really? I do. <laughs> Especially when I'm mad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I don't want you to be mad, but you're funny when you're mad. It's like you don't want somebody to be drunk, but you, if they're a friendly drunk, you're like, no, nah, okay, that's not that's Yeah. Not me. Right? Like, uh, if you're going to be angry, you found, at least you you're fa- funny. You found me funny in my, like, Pfizer coma the other day. Yeah, you were pretty funny. <laughs> yelling at john oliver because you didn't because you, know, you like, had too many graphs yeah it's like just tell us i'm here for a lecture <laughs> funny man <laughs> oh my god you don't see a future with them anymore it's Ooh. yeah that's it's dark isn't it it's is dark i rem- and i remember the point with cialis guy where i'm like is that his name he's not a musician anymore he's okay guy. with rockstar guy like i oh. i remember that you know, and I don't think I ever kind of like Th- that was my question articulated like this is going to be the guy that I end up with forever he- and ever. But I never think that about anybody, so I don't. That's not my. Th- don't uh, look at me like I that. Know I, you know, okay? uh, I, I, I know you don't. Okay, it is what it is. Don't. It's gonna. I know, but I remember the point where I'm like, yeah, this is going to end. I don't know when, but it's going to. I just don't see how far was that from when it actually ended. Eighteen months. Oh shit. But I went from eight years to 18 months. Like, I'm doing better. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, God, don't <laughs> don't worry. You're not close. No, you're not close. You're no, not it's close. only four years now. So yeah. You know, that resentment will kill a relationship so fucking fast. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I've read a couple of things where it said, you know, the, the trust evaporates in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I never really... F- found that i found like because i didn't give a fuck right so the trust was like so what Mm. like i don't care anymore you know like they they said like the opposite of love isn't hate it's indifference right yeah that's very much true i think in in relationships where you just get so apathetic about it where you're just like you know what don't be a fucking don't be a fucking coward just end it then yep like don't wait for them to dump you just do it yeah if you and and this kind of this surprises you sometimes i think when you wake up one day and you realize like you don't recognize yourself anymore Mm. and you start apologizing for who you are, even though you're like this diluted version of yourself in the first place. Mm -hmm. I think that that when you, that realization where you wake up and you're like, who the fuck is this person that I've become? And I don't know if you had that, but I, I, I really, I certainly did that in my marriage where I was like, I don't recognize myself. Mm -hmm. Like the person that you know, you would you no. would not you would not recognize the person that I was in in the last in the last couple of years. I mean if you if you can come to that realization while it's going on, I think that can be a motivator to make the change. But I think most people don't realize that until after. Right. Until they start becoming until they're, they're out and they start going back to the person they were. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, oh or a whole and you know you can listen to my marathon chat with Jonna about that, about becoming. Right. And, and how you, you become a whole other person. Yeah. Because you don't necessarily want to go back to the person that you were before. Right. But you come back to more of the core of you right. and then move forward yeah, you in have a to whole stop other pre- direction. You, you get to stop pretending that you like the shit that the other person likes and you go back to liking <laughs> the shit that you like. Whatever, whatever you like, whatever kind of music you like. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and then you, and then you start dating somebody else and you pretend to like their shit. Well, hopefully not. 
Do you pretend to like any of my shit? No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm learning to appreciate heavy metal. Oh, yeah. No, you don't have to like that. Yeah. That's okay. I'm going to take you to the show yeah, just yeah. because it's fun. I and think it's it'll be a fun atmosphere and all but that I don't kind of expect stuff. You, I don't expect yeah. you to be like a Lamb of God fan or anything like that. I don't expect that. I mean, I like I like them. I like their story. And, the, and it's I, a cool I, story. And I, do like, and I do like the songs that I have heard, but I, I'm not... I'm oh, not no. a, I'm not a deep cut like No, 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 no. But I think but I I want to take you to I want to take you to that show for the experience cuz it's so much more than just the music. There's all kinds of stuff and the mm-hmm. people watching is just unparalleled. The show's going to be great. Yeah. Plus also you're going to be in Full Metal Chick, which I've only ever seen in pictures. Oh. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Me too. <laughs> Hope it's a warm September. Even if it's not, it'll be fine. Okay. It'll be warm at the Budweiser stage. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I think I think that's that's kind of that was the biggest thing is that I'm I don't know who I am anymore, mm-hmm. and inside of those relationships, you become this diluted version of yourself, and it's not okay. And the people in your life that love you deserve you at full power. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And one of the things that I really love about our relationship is. I don't feel that I need to dilute myself. No, you definitely don't. And I don't feel like you have to do that either. Mm-mm. And so that's a really important thing. And and it is important that, you know, with every breakup, with the last straw, you need to learn from that. Learn, like take some time. And yeah, I, know, yeah. I know it's like, it's a big rush to get over things and like find, you know, kind of clear your, you know, wipe your memory and, mm-hmm. and do all this kind of, but I also think that, a period of self-reflection well, is important. If, if you don't learn from these things, you're go- you're doomed to repeat the yes. same mistakes over and over again, right? And you need to really look at. And this is when I think it's important for you to look at the part that you played. Your, you know, my ability to to see myself in Brooke, mm-hmm. or to understand, you know, what this is what I did, and I'm not going to make that mistake again. Or I need to make sure that I pay attention to this because this is what I'm doing. People can't read my mind. I need to, to speak up. I need to be who I am. And if they don't like it, they don't like it. Mm-hmm. Then you find somebody that does like it because mm-hmm. there's somebody that likes it. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. You have anything else you want to say? No, I think that's a great spot to end it on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just, just a little word of advice. Your friends... The ones that really, truly love you, that celebrate you when things are good and really, really care about you, listen to what they have to say. Mm -hmm. Because if you think that you are like drowning in limerence or you're, to use your terms, pussy blind or or dick blind or externalizing reasons to stay with this person, really ask your friends and make sure that you're ready for the answer. Mm -hmm. You know, because I think, I think one of the things that you talked about was like, Everybody thought the same thing and they never told me. And it's like, because what are they supposed to say? Yeah, they that's don't, true. They don't, nobody want, you don't want to hear that. So, you know, if, if you're unsure, you kind of know, you know. Yeah. But if you don't know, ask someone who really loves you and they'll tell you the truth. You know? Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Like and follow. Yeah. Hit up the website, Things We Love page. And we'll see you. And be more detailed, please, in your responses. <laughs> We love on details. Instagram. <laughs> it's all in the details, people. It's all in the details. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Bye.